0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome. It is a Tuesday edition here, Rotogrun Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. We are all presented to you by our finest friends over at Fantasy Draft. Thanks a lot for them stepping up and uh, putting their name on this very show. And if you haven't gone on over there, check them out. We've got the big 100K tournament happening in a couple of weeks for baseball. You've got preseason NFL. And on top of that, uh, we're also uh, been inching closer to NFL season, and as I've mentioned before, said they're going to do a live final. I don't know the details yet, but I'm excited to see what they roll out this season over on Fantasy Drafts. So uh, check them out. The Rake over on that site, uh, the most competitive you're going to find pretty much anywhere in daily fantasy sports. And you know, Rake is something which uh, is not talked about enough. It's probably not something that drives you know, players who sign up or newer players, but it absolutely should be something that you, the, uh, informed DFS player should pay attention to. And, uh, you've got, uh, better commission rates on, uh, fantasy draft than you do anywhere else. So definitely, uh, check that out. I think you'll enjoy that experience, uh, over there at fantasy draft. Uh, want to, uh, Quickly today get you set for the Tuesday night in Daily Fantasy Baseball. It's a big slate, so I don't know how quickly it's going to be. Luckily, pitching feels pretty sh- kind of straightforward to me. Um, obviously, we got some big chalk eaters up top with Kluber and Sale, and then we'll have to go down and find some other starting pitching options on the cheaper for you. Um, but uh, before I do, I do want to give a quick um, note here on something that DraftKings is doing. It's called the foursome face-off. It's kind of a free golf contest that they're rolling for the majors, but it's in a different kind of context where basically what they want you to do is um, set up a league. uh, So, you know, your league of what, four buddies. So you've got your foursome and all of you build your lineup. And then all those lineups, all of your scores that you build for said team, will compete against other foursomes, and, you know, the winner, I think, gets five grand in prizes. It's basically 25000 in a type of free roll that's going on over on DraftKings, but rather than just, you know, me, it's, you know, me and Notorious and STL and Head Chopper or whatever team we want to put together, and uh, I think this is kind of an interesting concept here, you know, team play, in Daily Fantasy is something we really haven't seen. And no, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, you know, trying to get around, you know, entry requirements or whatnot, but setting it up like, you know, in this sort of format is something which is definitely innovative, something that uh, I'm kind of interested to wonder if this is a trial version, and then maybe potentially they try to roll something out like this. The problem that you run into, though in a format like this in the grand scheme of things in a contest that wouldn't be free again if something that's free then who cares but if there was ever entry fees associated with something along team play i think the problem that you run into is obviously it just i think it just makes the better players even better and the newer players, you know, it puts them at just a greater disadvantage, because let's face it, the best players are going to try and team up together, more than likely, and, uh, and we've seen the discrepancy in this game of skill between, you know, sharks and minnows, and I think that discrepancy just opens up even greater. Again, in this sort of format, where it doesn't cost anything, maybe this is looked at is just an opportunity to uh, drive more people to play fantasy golf here on a week where it's a millionaire maker it's the last one football seasons on the horizon maybe that's their you know reasoning for for rolling this out there but I think it's an interesting concept nonetheless and uh, I'll be kind of curious to uh to see you know this is the kind of innovations that I, I think are are very, very interesting. You know, I know like back in the day, like back in, oh man, maybe like had to have been like four years ago, maybe five years ago. Um, back when we had Al and Dave um, doing the uh, Grinders live shows, um, people probably don't even know who those guys are anymore. Um, not, not that they're not notable guys, but if you're new to RG, you're like, who? Um, but basically one thing that we did was is we did a, uh, a fantasy draft of daily fantasy players, and we kind of held a contest where, you know, we did a live kind of draft like you would have for the uh, NFL draft. Like in the first round, the first pick goes to blah, 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 blah. And we held a contest across various platforms, and uh, and it was kind of a lot of fun, and it was a little bit easier to do back in the day when things were were smaller. Uh, but you know this this is something I feel like that could potentially happen, where you could say, okay, you know what, we're gonna do team competitions here, and if you want to enter the team competition, it's going to be, you know. or whatever to enter the team competition and then based on that you know the teams are quote-unquote drafted and you have to build your team with not with but um, it will go into a group versus a a number of other people and there's your group for that week in golf Um, that makes obviously the most sense where you don't have late swap or whatnot and uh, obviously there's a lot of I don't say pitfalls but there's some things that could come into that uh, when you do have late swap. Uh, but I think it's kind of an interesting concept because if somebody's putting money out there, they're going to want to build the best lineup they can. So I don't know. I think this is a path to potential innovation. Um, but regardless, 25K free rollover on DraftKings for this tournament well worth getting three of your buddies together and, uh, and throwing together that, uh, that lineup. So, uh, check that out over on DK. want to give them some, uh, some props for that. I think it's the final week for their qualifiers. They got a biggie tonight, $2,600, the buy-in, but they're giving away four seats out there. And, um, so that is, uh, that's happening tonight. That's Probably going to fill relatively soon. 51 of 67 at the moment. So if you uh, want to get in on that one, make sure you reserve your entry here uh, potentially tonight. And should have a handful more qualifiers coming up after this. Uh, and yeah, and that's kind of what we got going on in the industry. There was some odd news um, coming out of New York. Um, basically, recommendation by the gaming committee saying that, uh, they don't believe that, you know, prop betting should be, you know, is fantasy sports in the, in the spirit of fantasy sports along those lines. And I don't want to get dig too far into the details. Um, but it, they seem to kind of single out boom fantasy. And, uh, the one thing, you know, I, I haven't played boom fantasy a lot. I, I know what they do. um, and the one thing that I, I kind of respect about what they're doing still and why I think what they're doing should not be like forbidden from, you know, entering this world of fantasy sports is it's still a peer versus peer game that they've set up. And it is a game. Um, maybe it is based on benchmarks that people may or may not hit as a fantasy player. But the overall concept is innovative. It is different. And it is peer to peer. And for me, it absolutely is skill based. If you randomly close your eyes and pick, versus somebody who uh, puts in time and research, are you going to win more times than not? No, you're probably going to lose if you close your eyes and pick. That to me is, you know, a pretty big threshold in terms of talking about, you know, how skillful a game really is. And you know, daily fantasy is the same way. Close your eyes, randomly pick players versus playing somebody who. Does the work, and you tell me uh, how that's going to end up 90% of the time, 95% of the time. So, uh, you know, those are the thresholds for me that really fall into whether something is fantasy. And I know everybody's got this notion that, oh, just building teams that's what fantasy sports is about. And yeah, that's that is what it has been about. But that's not to say that that's all it can be. And uh, I think. Spurring innovation is um, is not in the best interest of anybody because let's face it, uh, the only way that FanDuel, DraftKings get more competitors is if people come up with unique product offerings. If you know, the more people just copycat what they're doing, the harder it is for them to kind of make major inroads into this uh, into this industry. So. Uh, I don't have any problem with it as long as it hits those thresholds that uh, I, I think are important. You know, playing against the house I've always felt is sketchy. You know, I, and and something that doesn't really—that's a little less in the spirit of fantasy sports. Even back in the in the uh, in the Star Street days where they had the pick six or pick five, it was where it had five head-to-head matchups, and if you picked all five right, then you got like what, 10x your money, uh, but you had to pick all five right, and it was Star Street that was paying you out, not, you know, uh, an opposing player, and that was versus the house, whether you liked it or not. I always felt like I liked playing that game. It was fun, but it certainly did not feel like, you know, the skill that you were showing, you were going against the house, and normally uh, you play games versus house, where's the edge? Ask yourself very simple. But if you play peer versus peer, me versus you, the edge is whoever does more research, whoever does more work. And as long as the game kind of fits that mold, I'm okay with it. And um, and I, I think I was a little bit disappointed in that. Now, I know that the bill sponsor out there in New York, Boniac, is you know very much against that. He does have a lot of pull um, out there in the state. But There's no telling what's going to happen on that front, but that kind of came out as a little bit of a surprise yesterday. So hopefully um, they can, you know, reevaluate that because the last thing you want to do is prevent, you know, competitors and innovation and new people to come to market if you just say, oh, you got to do like everybody else is doing because that's an uphill battle that not many people are going to win. All right, let's uh, move on to baseball here tonight and uh, take you through this uh, this nice slate we got for you, it is, what, everybody in action tonight. So uh, let's go through it. We'll start with pitching here today, and uh, we'll get to the obvious names in Corey Kluber and uh, Chris Sale tonight. Uh, you know, if you're playing on FanDuel, Chris Sale is 11-4 today, so a nice uh, expensive salary on him, but one that uh, sh- should still be attainable on a single pitcher site. Uh, on FanDuel, you actually have Kluber a little bit more at 11-7. Vegas is setting this game minus 235 against the Rockies for Kluber. Sale is minus 204 on the road against Tampa, and I, I think that's going to give you the edge to Corey Kluber when you look at it from that perspective. Um, just because you know Colorado's been pretty dreadful on the road. Tampa definitely has some some solid bats um, in their lineup, but you also look at it, um, you know, Vegas actually has the Rays at an implied run total under three, where uh, the Rockies are a little bit over three. I don't think you're doing it wrong if you roster either one of them, to be honest with you. And this is a day where if you do play cash games, I don't think it's you're, you're doing it wrong if you decide to kind of hedge a little bit in roster, you know, both of these guys split your cash games, where in FanDuel you got half of them on, on uh, Sale, half of them on Kluber, because I think the outcomes for both these guys are, are probably going to be pretty good, and it's really hard to give too much of an edge from one over the other. Obviously, I think we get a little bit more K upside there with Sale, but the one risk you run here with him is that this uh, the second half of the season is typically where we see a drop off for him, and that last start versus Cleveland was ugly. You know, seven earned runs and in five innings. But before that, he was at thirty DraftKings points and counted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of eight, and had twenty-seven in the one that he didn't. But we've seen it in his track record. You know, when we get to August and certainly in September, Chris Sale almost like he hits a wall. His numbers do kind of hit. You know, do do dip a little bit and um i'm not saying it's definitively going to happen but there is some risk in that one but sales been a dominant performer to this point and uh both these guys are great do you play them both on draftkings i know some people are going to wonder that and i'm looking at some lineup builds that uh that i had this morning with both of them in there and you know, uh, the high correlation on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft tonight is going to be playing Corey Kluber, Chris Sale, and then having Tyler White likely in your lineup today because he's only 2,300. He plays first base, and, uh, oh, yeah, he gets Derek Holland, who sucks. So uh, you put all that together, and you're going to see a lot of ownership on Tyler White here tonight because he's going to fit that kind of build. So um, I would urge you... If you're not playing Kluber and you're if you're not going to play Kluber Sale combo, I don't think you have to. But if you're not going to, I would probably hedge off of Tyler White because I feel like um, there's a pretty good chance that like if he dongs, uh, you're going to have an uphill battle beating these other you know, uh, Scherzer-Kluber lineups anyway. So I'd rather just kind of like take my shot and say, okay, if I'm going to I'm gonna hedge against taking both these guys, I'm also going to hedge against taking Tyler White. Because let's face it, there's variance in baseball, a lot of it. And he's Tyler freaking White. He was in the minor leagues all season long. He could easily go 0 for 4 with three strikeouts tonight, believe it or not. And um, it gives you, you know, kind of twice the edge in that, in that kind of hedge that you're making or in that fade that you're making so just know there's going to be a high correlation between those three players tonight but clearly uh yeah you can make that work um if you want to i i haven't decided i might throw one in that 2600 tonight just because the bankroll boost from this weekend and you know i don't want to throw my i don't want to throw away my shot to uh quote the uh Define Alexander Hamilton so uh we'll see maybe I'll take one shot at it tonight but uh and I haven't decided how I'm going to build that lineup because there's other starting pitchers that we can go to clearly don't have the upside of those two but let's talk about some of the other options we've got here today um let's see uh, Marlins Nats no um Tigers Pirates I don't think I'm going to play Chad Cool, but man, that implied run total for the Tigers at under four is somewhat tempting there. Minus 166 favorite for him tonight. He's pitched better as of late. 28 DraftKings points in his last start was a big, big game for him. Um, at 6,800, there's other options for me, so I don't think so. Sabathia against Toronto. He's actually pitched well against Toronto. Like Donaldson's like seven for 35 or something against him. Um, I'm not doing that tonight. I think there's some bats in this game we can look at today. And again, Donaldson's starting to heat up just a little bit at the plate. Uh, typically has been, you know, great against lefties. You uh, know, last three games he hasn't donged, but he did have one three consecutive before then. So uh, I'm kind of off of pitchers in that one. Uh, let's see, Perdomo versus Salvador Romano. I'm going to pass there. Kashner uh, versus Chris Flexen uh, he's like 4500 he's free on Draftkings tonight uh, that's that's just a, a risky play today with with the heavy hitters with a full slate I get it on maybe a slate like last night and it worked out well for my lineups so I played Adelman um, out there for Cincinnati who didn't pitch great but he pitched well enough and it got me Bryce Harper, who homered. It got me Mike Trout, who homered. It got me Manny Machado, who homered. So it got me a bunch of expensive bats yesterday, but it was a smaller slate. Like We didn't have nearly as many pitching options. We didn't have nearly as many value options on the hitters to pair with expensive pitching. So... Um, I don't think I'm going to go Chris Flexen tonight for that reason. I mean, Texas, they're not a bad offense either, but a pretty good ballpark, all things considered, um, for uh, you know for pitchers out there in New York. I'll tell you where I am looking, though, here, is uh, Julio Teheran against the Philadelphia Phillies. And the Phillies have just been complete and utter trash here lately. And uh, let's not act, though, like Teheran's been great because he hasn't. Um, but he does have... 20 fantasy point upside, 20 fantasy point pedigree. Uh, last two starts have been lousy. Then had a start against the Dodgers where he gave up nine hits and six Ks. Um, and it's going to really scare people off when you see Philadelphia was a team that, you know, he allowed seven hits against walk two, gave up three home runs that day. But I think that's That was more of an outlier than anything. So I'm going to kind of pass on the BVP and simply look at this team is not any good in Philadelphia. Tehran typically a little bit better at home, but since they've moved into this new ballpark, you know, which I I read has the third highest elevation out of any ballpark. It's Colorado, it's Arizona, and then it's Atlanta, believe it or not. So uh, you do run that risk there. He's not... I mean, he is, uh, what, minus 150, looks like a pretty strong favorite here tonight. Uh, I don't hate him today for the price, especially on DraftKings. I mean, you can usually see um, the two sites, and, you know, we got, what, 6,900 for him over on DK today. I feel like that's that's too cheap. I feel like he should be in the mid-sevens in this matchup, and, uh, and he's not. Uh, next up, we got Dallas Keichel uh, of Houston, a guy who checks in as a big favorite. And if you're playing on FanDuel and you don't want the big dogs, you could easily look to him at 8,800, but he's still really priced up on DK at 11K. He is minus 263 favorite with really a monster implied run total for Houston today against Derek Holland. I just don't like what I've seen from him. Do I think it can change? Yes. And is this the lineup for it to change? Absolutely. I mean, you've got Yolmer, you've got Engel, you've got Delmonico Stakes, you've got Yoan I like to Kay Mancada, uh, Luri Garcia, you know, Kevin, you know, I'm not the fat director, Smith. Uh, Jose, I used to be strong Abreu, Tyler Saldino, sounds like a jockey, and uh, and Timothy Anderson uh, leading things off. So, like, that's not a good lineup. So, uh, I I certainly think Keiko, this could be a spot for him to get back going again tonight. It's, uh, do you fade the other top pitchers in lieu of him? And I don't think many people will. I would expect his ownership on DraftKings to be, like, uh, you know, a third of maybe what those other two guys might be tonight. Uh, Cardinals and Royals, Waka Vargas. I'm going to pass on this one. If I would take a side, probably would be Vargas. But we have seen the Cardinals start to hit a little bit better. Matt Carpenter, another home run for for him yesterday. So that play worked out well for us. Uh, I'm going to give you the super under-the-radar play today on DraftKings. I don't think I've got the cojones to put it in like that 2K entry that I'm eyeing. Again, I'm not confirming it. And God forbid, don't tell my wife. She would just freak out if she knew I played something of that magnitude um but uh I'm looking at Zach Godley today and I, I think there's reason to consider him if I'm playing lower dollar games where I'm willing to take you know more risks where the variance is is that much higher um I'm absolutely putting him in my you know my lineup builder today you know if I'm building 20 lineups in the three dollar, I'd probably have them in maybe four or five of them at 7,600 on DraftKings today. And I know the ballpark is not good um, out there in Arizona for starting pitching, but uh, I'm looking at this matchup here, and the Dodgers have won like 35 of their last 40 games, some insane number like that. Yet, Kent Amade is a minus-122 favorite here. Like, that. that seems off to me. Um, and uh, Godley has pitched incredibly well his last two starts. One of those came against Chicago, who is a pretty you know elite hitting offense. 24 Fanduel or DraftKings points um, that day, and uh, and had 30 against St. Louis, and even 19.95 against Washington. Uh, 10 strikeouts that day. I think he's in play versus the Dodgers. It's not going to be a popular opinion. You're going to get him at low ownership but he's also a guy where you look at the the salary differential, 7,600 over on DraftKings, 8,900 on FanDuel. So uh, DK, he's a guy that I'm definitely throwing, throwing uh, into some lineups tonight. Uh, Mariners A's, uh, I'm a sucker for Ariel Miranda, but I don't know if I'm going to kind of go here. Uh, not great in his one start against Oakland so far this season. Uh, I just think there's other cheap options. Again, if there's Uh, If it's a smaller slate today, like, yeah, I'm happy to throw Ariel Miranda out there. But on a full slate, I'd probably say a guy like Godley, a guy like um, Julio Tejeron, I I much prefer. Uh, And then the last guy, which I think is absolutely in play today as well, is uh, Jose Quintana for the Chicago Cubs. You know, he's come over and pitched well. For this team, his last start versus Arizona kind of went for a dud. Uh, six earned runs. Did have six strikeouts, though, in just five innings. And the Ks have been there. Six and five, six and six, seven and six, 12 and seven, 10 and six. So I, I kind of like what I've seen from him. And uh, and he's pitched just fine on the road um, over the last couple of months. Actually, you know, just tons of road starts. Look at this. At Toronto, 21. At Minnesota, 34. At White Sox, 24. 22 now again i might have to, you know i think these are flawed let me take that back they're definitely flawed because um i think they're accounting for him uh being on the road even though he wasn't because he was on a different team regardless uh his numbers since the 16th of june 21 34 22 9 21 41 21 17 6 so uh against the san francisco giants pitcher-friendly ballpark, an offense that's really uh, been been playing well. I've got no issues with Quintana at all tonight. I think he is uh, a guy that, that I actually like rostering a little bit today off of those high-end guys. So uh, there you go. That's where I'm looking um, today in starting pitching. Let's get to the bats here. Before I get to the bats, though, uh, I've got to take a moment and thank my friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Now, as you know, I've talked about uh, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans for a while. They've uh, been a great sponsor here the Fixed Podcast, and they understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Now, Rocket Mortgage gives you confidence you need when it comes down to buying a home, refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allow you to uh, understand all the details, be confident in that you're getting the uh, right mortgage right that is right for you. So whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th. With Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence you need to make that informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. And in addition to getting a a real Rocket Mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust that uh, rate and length of loan in real time to make uh, getting that mortgage solution nice and easy for yourself. So uh, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, Apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. To get started, you need to go to rocketmortgage.com slash roto. That's rocketmortgage.com roto. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. All right, let's keep moving on to baseball talk and get you on the bats here today. We'll break it down position by position. And we'll start with the catcher spot. We'll see if Austin Romine cracks the lineup today. He's 2K crapper uh, on DraftKings tonight. And uh, you could do worse versus Jay Happ. At least you got righty-lefty splits, and he's only 2K. So, you know, he and Kevin Smith, uh, back to my boy Martin Maldonado, all potentially in play on those uh, high-pitching stacks that you want to roll with. But I think maybe the best one is Jason Castro today against Matt Garza. I just think Garza's old and done. Um, Castro still shows power at times. It's been a while, but uh, he's 2.5. Just feels way too cheap for me today. Uh, Gary Sanchez, you know, so far this season, number's Decent enough against lefties. A 245 ISO, a 352 WOBA. So he is clearly in play. If you're not on Quintana today, you can get Buster Posey for under 4K. Uh, I like him a good bit in that matchup, even though I am on Team Quintana tonight. Uh, JT Rialomuto. This guy's been raking at the plate lately. And with one thing I like about him. Is that he does hit kind of in the uh, a pretty good spot, which is rare for catchers. Thirty-seven hundred only on DraftKings against AJ Cole, and uh, you look at his, you know, recent game logs. Uh, not too bad. I mean, had a home run against Atlanta, uh, two hits in against uh, Atlanta on the uh, fifth as well. So uh, I don't mind him at an under four K price tag. and I think those are the guys that I'm kind of looking at today. If you're punting, gave you a few names to throw out there. Could throw Francisco Cervelli in there if you want to as well, but uh, I think I prefer Jason Castro as my preferred target Uh, in the catcher punt. Uh, All right, let's keep it going. Let's move on to uh, first base here tonight, and obviously we've got a number of people uh, to go to, and I talked about Tyler White on DraftKings in particular, he's 2K on FanDuel as well, and uh, and just too cheap, so um, he fits the build against a bad pitcher, so look for him to have high ownership. I'll be curious what Jemino sets him at. I would say like 20% today, maybe. Might sound high on a big slate like tonight, but uh, I think he's going to drive uh, a good bit of ownership. Luis Valbuena, he kind of dudded out for me a little bit yesterday, um, he was a guy that I was on and... Had some pretty good teams, but went 0 for 3 with a strikeout. So he's bageled three consecutive starts, but really only two. We just pinch hit in one, um, but not a bad matchup again for him today against Jeremy Hellickson at home at that you know really nice price tag today. I, I'm fine with uh, you know giving him deep consideration. Uh, we need to look at Atlanta bats today because Zach Eflin is not good. He's only allowed uh, I don't know what is this, Uh, 7, 15, 22, 22 earned runs in his last three starts, 28 earned runs over his last five starts, that's not good, and now he's going to Atlanta, Freddie Freeman should hit a home run tonight, it's whether or not you can fit him in your lineup today, 4,800 on DraftKings, uh, priced up on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I think he's around, let me bring that up, I think he's about 10K uh, potentially over there. 92, so yeah, he's once you get over 9K, that's a pricey number on him. But, uh, but he's a guy that's in a really good spot tonight. Chris Davis, uh, I don't mind him. He's another one who's been... Swinging a stronger bat here, I think, the second half of the season. And uh, game logs don't look too bad for him. Parker Bridwell uh, on the mound. Not a complete gas can, but uh, a fair price tag on him tonight. Uh, f- let's see. Again, I think we're going to see so much Tyler White, Luis Valbuena. You could throw Albert Pujols in as well. 3300 is his salary uh, as an option for you at first base. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are, those are the guys. Let's keep it rolling now at second. And uh, the guy who is, uh, let's see, popping on my projections and some of my uh, models here this morning, looking at Neil Walker today. Um, not obviously the ideal ballpark for us today. Uh, you know, the matchup. Going against Andrew Kashner, it's kind of neutral. Kashner's been sneaky good this year, but Neil Walker's too cheap today at 2.6. He's another one who's going to drive you know a ton of ownership over on DraftKings just based on his uh, on his salary alone. Just too cheap with high-dollar pitchers, and you're looking to save. He fits. So if you're looking to pivot off of him, uh, O'Dor against Flexin today. Uh, at uh, a 318 woba, 245 ISO against righties. Uh, he's been good over the last month. Uh, obviously, Jose Altuve's in elite play against the lefty, especially a bad one. 5400 though. Good luck. Good luck. I will tell you, you're not going to see a lot of uh, you're not going to see a lot of uh, Kluber, Sale, and uh, and Jose Altuve lineups. I would speculate. Uh, very much today so uh, yeah he's a guy to if he can fit great but good luck on that Paul DeJong, uh again really solid numbers versus lefties this season but his salary is really up there at 4.3 I think Jason Kipnis back in the lineup at the leadoff spot at 3-7 against Marquez he could do worse than that play for us here tonight, Uh, 3,700 over on DraftKings, um, 2,700 over on FanDuel, so not a bad price tag uh, with him. Uh, Let's see. I did neglect Paul Goldschmidt a little bit. I actually think Arizona's kind of sneaky against Mayada, but uh, I'm probably not doing that in uh, in cash games for the price you have to pay on him. Um, Yeah, I think those are your guys. I think you're going to see a lot of Neil Walker tonight, so we'll see if the chalk hits uh, at second base. Tonight, let's keep it rolling over at third. And again, if you're not playing Valbuena over at first, he is third base eligible. I think he'll drive uh, a good bit of ownership uh, there today. Caleb Cowart against Jeremy Hellickson. You don't like where he hits in the order. I mean, yesterday was a perfect example of it. Only uh, drew, I think, three at-bats, but uh, did get on base, did end up stealing a base. So he gives you that strikeout upside. And, you know, uh, this is his game logs here. 18-3, 15-18, 18, 3, 15, 18, 18, 12, 009. So the guy brings, you speed, to the, uh, brings speed to the table, and uh, that's something that you really like. You just don't love the batting order spot for him. But at 2,800 uh, in GPPs, again, I'm a little bit less worried about getting that lineup tur- turning over in GPPs because you're looking for you know, the big hit, the home run, the multiple stolen bases. You need good things to happen and relying on one at bat is super important when you are um, playing cash games and, you know, you crave every single at bat as an opportunity for you to just score more points than that one person you're facing. But in GPPs, a little less uh, concerned by it. Uh, Adrian Beltre at 3,900 against Chris Flexen batting cleanup, pretty good uh, salary on him today. Not loving uh, Texas today, but he could be a one-off. But again, right-handed power, not a great spot out there in City Field. That's a, a big drawback there. Uh, I think uh, Todd Frazier, if he cracks the lineup tonight, could be a good tournament one-off at 3,400 against Jay Happ. 311 ISO this season versus lefties. So, you you know, again, another example of you're just looking for guys who can hit you home runs. Uh, He'll be You know, low on today, batting seventh likely in that lineup for the Yankees. Uh, The Big Boppers, Machado against Parker Bridwell. Again, another home run for him last night. He continues to rake. Uh, Josh Donaldson, I don't hate him in GPPs tonight at all versus the lefties. Terrible track record, though, versus CeCe. But if you can, uh, you know, ignore BVP or you do ignore BVP, that's going to put him, uh, I think, squarely on the radar uh, for you tonight. Uh, Jed Jerko, is, I don't even think he's playing. Like he hasn't played the last three or four days. He's super cheap tonight at twenty seven hundred, but he's looked awful at the plate. So super risky option there. I'd rather, you know, go cheaper on a Luis Valbuena uh, if I was going to go that route today at third. Uh, all right, let's uh, move on to the dreaded shortstop position, but it's actually not been so dreaded for me lately. Been uh, been hitting, you know, Zach Cozart, nice uh, game for us yesterday here on the podcast. Tonight, though, uh, we'll see. As yes, Drupal Cabrera, 3,400 batting second. Uh, definitely one guy for me who is uh, jumping off the page a little bit, and uh, we'll see if we've got some... Some value here. One of the uh, places I'm looking has Ozzy Albies as an option at 2500 I have no idea who Ozzie Albies is. Like, literally no clue on Ozzy. Let me see what he has done so far since <laughs> he's kind of been up because uh, I don't know much about him. He does have a home run, so we've got that going for him. But uh, Ozzie Albies, if he's in the lineup, uh, Zach Effen's bad though so that I do know and I talked about the number of runs he's given up so I think anybody with Atlanta with a pulse today is uh, is a guy that we can you know consider a little bit tonight. Uh, Marcus Simeon against Miranda uh, maybe uh, not great numbers for Simeon so far this year versus lefties so I don't think that's a must play for us at shortstop tonight. Uh, Zach Kozart against Perdomo I'm I kind of sneaky like Perdomo but Cozart his salary like doubled from yesterday he was like free yesterday and now today he's back over 4k so that's probably going to be a pass for me tonight uh, I'm off the Dodgers so I'm not going to play Corey Seager typically you can roll him out in a good hitting environment versus a lefty but probably not for me uh, because I'm not high on Dodger bats tonight uh Xander Bogarts feels too cheap against Tampa but Xander Bogarts just hasn't looked Almost right so far this season. The one thing we can say, though, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven consecutive games with a hit. Now, in only one of those seven games, did he get more than a single. But he at least is making the contact. Twenty eight hundred on FanDuel, uh, thirty five hundred on DraftKings fantasy draft. Don't play him there. You don't need to. You've got other options. You can uh, you can roll out there. Uh, so there you go. Let's move on. To the uh, outfield spot, and you know Mike Trout. I didn't talk that it was, or I didn't mention that it was his uh, birthday yesterday. If we did know that ahead of time on the podcast, we would have definitely told you you wanted him because it's the birthday narrative. And sure enough, he went yard Uh, tonight. Though uh, Aaron Judge, I I like him versus Hap a good bit. Feels like he is in a tremendous spot and a price tag which is good. All things considered, like he could be 5,600 and you'd be like, okay, that seems about right. But he's 4,600. You can make that work today, even with big pitching. So I don't mind him one bit tonight. Uh, he is on my radar. Uh, Ryan Braun on DraftKings in particular, he's actually cheaper there than on FanDuel, which is rare against Alberto Mejia. And his numbers have kind of reverted to a couple of years ago when he was uh, super strong versus lefties 396 in the Woba, 240 ISO. So he's a guy that I can look at. Uh, a little bit today uh Billy Hamilton's under 4k against Perdomo and uh Perdomo can walk people so uh, this isn't a horrible spot for him uh and he's not a super strong strikeout guy so you're looking at a situation where uh you could potentially have him get on base via walk you know just a C&I single or infield hit and uh I-, I don't hate him today at the price tag that we're paying so uh Billy Hamilton, 3800 Look at him uh, here tonight a little bit. Uh, let's see. Gosh, I, I, I need to stop playing Joey Bats. He hit a home run for me two days ago. That was good. Um, but he's just been so mediocre at the plate. 3700 his salary uh, over on FanDuel and DraftKings tonight. Uh, let's see. A few other names for us. And Bryce Harper hit a home run yesterday. Uh, not a bad spot for him. I don't love the Nats. I don't think that's a stack uh, necessarily for me tonight. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see some other names that I've got here in some lineups. Uh, Yanis Cespedes, again, the Mets, their team that's looking pretty good tonight. Uh, again, Houston, I haven't talked a lot about them. A lot of those guys are priced up tonight. So if you can fit them in, they've got a run total of six tonight. They won me all the money the other night. I get it. Um, I just don't know if I'm rolling them out here today against uh, the lefty in Holland, but. You know what, they could easily score 10 runs because they seemingly do it every single night. Uh, Adam Jones leading off under 4K uh, on DraftKings, uh, a guy that you can look at a little bit tonight. And you know, Giancarlo Stanton maybe we're just overthinking things against AJ Cole. Uh, the problem is, like, I don't know why they even bother pitching to this guy, like, seriously. Why pitch to him? You know that he gets locked in. He's got four home runs over the last four games. This happens every year with him. When he gets starts hitting home runs in bunches, just don't pitch to him. Walk him. Um, but huge upside for him, of course, tonight. Uh, okay, let me give you my favorite stacks of the evening uh, because, you know, we talked a lot about pitching, um, but I haven't talked about, you know, stackable offenses necessarily for us here today. Uh man. And I don't know. There's not, a, I don't know if you need to stack tonight to be honest with you. I'm not, I think the Braves are stackable uh, against Eflin who's been terrible. So he's one guy to throw out there. Uh, the Brewers and Twins, that's a sneaky high total. Mejia versus Garza, either side of that one. I don't really love stacking either of these teams, though. So, you know, especially with no Sano in that lineup for Minnesota, really makes them tough to stack. Obviously, Houston's going to be chalky. Uh, Arizona, if you can make it work. Well, again, you got to pay up, though. That's the problem. Pollock, Lamb, they're over 4K today. So you're going to have to come down on starting pitching and hope you get a uh, get a lot of you know offensive output from them. Uh, a cheaper, uh, stack for you could be the angels today because you've got, you know, guys like Pujols at three, three, you've got Krohn at three, five, Valbuena, two, three, Calhoun, three, five, and even trout five, six, you can make that work. So they're stackable offense with big pitching tonight. Uh, and that's probably where I'm looking today. So that's, that's it. interesting slate nonetheless, but, uh, and maybe I shouldn't sleep on the Nationals. Vance Worley's not that good. He's not that good. We got a run total over five for them tonight. Um, so, yeah, you know, you got Zimmerman, you got Murphy, you got Harper, Brian Goodwin, all expensive. But uh, there you go. That's my outlook tonight for this Friday. Should be a good slate, but I am uh, I'm done for today. appreciate you guys so much for joining us here on the podcast. And uh, please leave us a review over there on iTunes. Reach out to me via Twitter at Dan underscore Bach. And uh, know that I'll be back again uh, probably tomorrow, same time, same place, talking DFS with you right here on rotogrinders.com. Good luck tonight, everybody, and we will see ya. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, "What if? what if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium unleaded of gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.